0: Because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. Welcome back, empowered fam. I'm back with Brittany Dunbar, my retreat partner. At this point, you guys should know her pretty dang well. Um I Brett, I don't feel like you need an introduction, but if there's anything that you want to say or share or anything since we're back, feel free.
1: Just wanted to say,
0: hey, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, like honestly, I don't even where do we even begin? Like, where do we even start? Just for reference for everyone. We are recording on April twenty sixth, so we are only a couple days post retreat, which means our brains are still fried.
1: <laughs> I'm we're like, we're if still you guys. Know me, I'm not much of a talker, and so and we had a unfortunately a couple people slash like facilitators not be able to join us, and so Dean and I were doing a lot. Just mm-hmm. us too in in um facilitating and you know, of course talking to our community that we had there. And I mean, it was just a lot. And I'm not a talker, and
0: so my voice is like fried the past two days. Literally that entire time you were talking, I was itching my throat. Like my throat is just there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, which I think is a collective thing too. Like we were talking about, there's just like everyone collectively our throats are just clearing so much trauma and gunk and um yeah like you said we just did so much this retreat I'm actually really shocked and proud at how well we're doing post retreat recovery like I thought we were going to be down and out um because we did all the things we did all the things
1: things. and I'm like just comparing it to last year and I'm like I'm proud of us. Like we've really Mm -hmm. grown and real, I mean, for me and I'm like, okay, going into this, I need to set energetic boundaries. I need to put up a protection around myself because as an empath, and I know you are too, and probably everyone coming into the retreat and kind of like in this field, we're all empaths. And so, you know, that it can take you down hard, especially when people are coming in with like trauma and grief and just all Mm -hmm. those type of emotions and it's hard not to take it on. So I'm so proud of us for being able to, kind of stand ground and be like, Nope, you're like, that's not coming into my bubble.
0: <laughs> yeah, big time. And you know, what? I just kind of got like an intuitive hit. I think that the difference might have been as much as I want to say, like, it was all us. I think the a big change was this retreat specifically, I feel like our guests were newer in this realm, which was a whole different vibe. Um, and not a bad way. It was actually a super sweet and intimate and it was really nice. It's, it's like a double-edged sword, right? Like they're new to this field. So they're coming in with a lot of stuff because they ha- haven't really shed a lot of it yet. But at the same time, I feel like when you are like, I don't want to say a veteran in this space, but like when this is your realm, I feel like you dive deep. Like you almost go looking for as much like stuff as you can bring up to get rid of. So it gets really heavy. Um, and really intense mm-hmm. and i think because of that it kind of like took a little bit of the edge off but still i guess i can't even say that because i had my world rocked like <laughs> i had <laughs> yeah i cuz i got to partake in a lot of of the different um healings and sessions that we did and which is yeah. more,
1: like, kind of the first time i mean the other ones you got to hear and there like sound path, bath and like more of like the relaxing things for mm-hmm. your nervous system but um i feel like this time around you got to partake in some of like
0: the like i guess it, more work you know mm-hmm. the, heavy the heavy hitters the deep dives mm-hmm. yeah um Yeah. I mean, before we dive into that, like, should we just, where do we start? Do we just start? Let's just start at the beginning. Let's, let's talk about Friday. Um, Friday was a little bit, and I kept, I keep hearing the word
1: gentle, like this Mm. past weekend was like a gentle clearing for everyone. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be a lot harder, especially with all the energies that we were feeling, With the eclipse coming in, Mercury and retrograde, you know, Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff, I thought it was going to be a lot more tough, but it just like seemed really gentle and like kind to all of us. And so Friday was kind of that, like we eased all of us into the weekend and always on our retreats, like Saturday is the day to do the work. Like we really... Mm -hmm not to like overwhelm, but we really do like jam pack that day because that's like yeah. a full day that we have with people. Um, and so especially knowing everyone coming into the weekend were a little bit newer to the space. Um, we did want to kind of ease their way into it and not mm-hmm. scare them too much.
0: <laughs> this one was nice because not like us being in the healing space. We're like, we want to do all the things we want to heal. you in all the ways and we want to teach you all of our stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, bam, 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 bam. Whereas we learned. And this time there was a lot more breaks in between everything, which took the stress off of our shoulders. And also what I, I mean, I can't speak per se for the guests, but I feel like they were able to have more of like a relaxation and just, Chill out and like disconnect from the world and just kind of be in nature and do their own thing, which is really nice. So I definitely think we're going to take that concept moving forward.
1: I agree and connect with one another, too, because Mm -hmm. it was such an intimate group like we actually had that time with each other. To you know, dive into like where did you come from? How are you feeling? you know things mm-hmm. like that and and I thought that was really really special and especially for you and I since the weekends we like that we're working, you know, so we mm-hmm. really don't get to do that too much with the attendees, even though like I absolutely want to connect with everyone mm-hmm. coming um and create a relationship with people to then afterwards I can have um and so having those breaks too it made it even that much more special for us to be able to connect with them and then keep building our our community and our family mm-hmm.
0: it was it was really amazing and this was the first time that really like Normally when the day is done, like when our schedule is over, we're like, okay, bye. And like we clean up and go to bed and we got to stay up with them and really, like you say, just like connect and build, build those relationships, which is really nice. Um, And I love doing that because the people that come to our retreats we really do grow relationships with them that are ongoing and then they end up being in our world some way or another moving forward and so i'd really like to be able to keep that going too and that's which we'll talk about later but that's going to be the beauty of the membership as well is really being able to grow and connect and create real life relationships and working relationships because so many of our facilitators come from being guests at our retreat um, we like to really know and trust and experience the people that we have working for us as facilitators. So it's just a really nice experience and way for us to draw from that same pool. So um, talking about
1: Friday and a little of what we did, um, we always do some sort of like opening circle intention setting Um, you have to set your intention going into Mm -hmm. a weekend like that. So you get what you want to out of it um, because there is so much being thrown at you. So to have like kind of your path, you're like, okay, like I want to relax and I want to feel more joy. You're like, okay, then I know what path to take to like, think about joyful things the whole time, or like, mm-hmm. I need to get rid of some grief that I've been holding on to. And so then your body kind of, it starts to let go on a yeah. subconscious level, you know? So we always start with intention setting, opening circle, get to know each other a little bit more so we can create a safe, space because you know people are could be dumping some really heavy things and so we want to create a safe space for people and we got to do some quantum healing with Deanna so yeah a little about that
0: um yeah and I would love for you to share your experience because that was my first time doing a group quantum healing session and it's so it's so like there's so many like I did a uh the healing session that I did was taking you into a healing temple with many different rooms. And so you were shifting from, one room with one intention to another room with another intention. So there was a lot. You got to meet your spirit guides. You um, got to dip into past lives briefly. You got to dip into um, full body cellular healing. You got to go into a manifesting room. You got to see a see an experience just a, a vision of the new earth, the golden age that's coming for all of us. And, um, your spirit guides give you a gift to bring back to like this reality, this time and space. And so I like to think that it's super powerful and super helpful. Um, I mean, there's so much healing and growth that can be done from that. And just even guidance on your, your, spiritual awakening and journey moving forward to know that you have those guides and that support and those tools moving forward. Um, Yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing. I think everyone had something awesome to share. Britt, I would love to hear you talk about your experience with it Mm -hmm. um, and some things that came up for you.
1: From what I remember, this has never happened to me to this extent. I 100, my soul, 100% left my body. Mm. And I, I would come back here and there and I would have to tell my physical body that I needed to breathe. Like I'm pretty Mm. sure that I died and I just stopped breathing. Deanna afterwards, she's like, yeah, I kept checking on you, like looking over, like, is she breathing right now? No, I don't think I was. <laughs>
0: like, Literally every time I looked over, you weren't breathing. Like at some point I like made note, and I was like, is she breathing? <laughs> no, I don't think so. And I've never gone
1: that deep into a meditation before. And so it was freaking wild. Like I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I was traveling in some other dimensions slash like some other realm. I don't know. Maybe I talked to some aliens who the heck knows. (laughs) I don't really remember. I just remember (laughs) telling myself to breathe and I, my body did not move. Like I couldn't move my limbs whatsoever. I would kind of remember um, the gift at the end or like telling myself, like I'm here to bring my gifts to this world and mm. more confidence in myself. So my gifts can come online more because I would say I hold myself back because it's a little scary. And I know that you've talked about this so many times. Um, it's scary, like opening yeah. up about some of these things, what people think are woo woo, but now you and I think are like our norm Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't you know, I mean, people are talking about you behind their their back, your back, and it can be really uncomfortable or they're kind of giving you like a little weird look where like an eye roll, like, oh, there she goes again, you know, <laughs> uh, well, <Her> third <laughs> just popped out. <laughs> yeah. that's <laughs> so a little scary, like being open, but yeah. I feel so much better and I have so much more confidence in myself after this weekend mm. especially just like facilitating more and more to groups like I'm good one-on-one but when it comes to groups um, I'm not used to it it's definitely taking me some some practice and so after that I've gained so much more confidence in myself and I'm like practicing my gifts over the weekend too which again I don't get to do with groups it's more on one on one things and i'm like i got the power like it's <laughs> like, like i love this so much this is so cool and so i mean from that from what i remember i'm like that was my takeaway and it did take me a while to come back into my body and and it mm-hmm. happened again in sound healing which is literally right mm-hmm. after the quantum healing. And so then I go into another deep meditation to where my soul left my body again. And I lost my eyesight for what was it like 20 minutes or something like never lost my sight. I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. And I'm looking around. I'm like, someone help me? Like Deanna's like, can I ground you? And I'm like, please, whatever you can. And she's like, did that help? And I'm like, no, I don't know what's going on. I still don't have my eyeballs. No. And I'm like, my soul was like one foot in one foot out. It's like, do I want to come back to this reality? Yeah, I guess I will. Mm. It's a lovely weekend, but also it's really cool what we're doing
0: up here. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop laughing because this is just like normal for us. And I mean, thankfully everyone who's listening at this point, like they're here because they want to be, but like, I just think this stuff is so hysterical. Yeah. yeah. We just like laugh at it now. Like, yeah, that's like, just another day. <laughs> yeah. It's just like just another day. No, but for real, for real. Um, one, I would also be shitting my pants if I lost my eyesight for a moment. And two, um, you are 100% just out there traveling. Like you were, you were gone. Yeah. (laughs) You were not in your body twice in a row, back to back. Um, that's another thing with this stuff too, is the more it, it's, it's practice. All of this is practice. And it's all about surrender. So the more that you trust that you're safe, the more that you practice and open yourself up to these gifts. We all have the we all have gifts. We all have abilities. Um but fear holds us back in many ways, fear of the unknown, fear of judgment, fear of like what you're going to experience, fear of it being quote unquote wrong. Like there's so much that we're pre-programmed with from past lives and this paradigm. And well, the old paradigm, I should say. Um, but the more that you do it, the, the more incredible experiences and knowledge that you get to bring back and make your life easier. Like truly listening to you talk about Your confidence, like we didn't get a chance to really talk about it, but that was hands down the most confident I have ever seen you. Like, you spoke in front of everyone, and you were just you weren't you weren't trying. It was just so authentic. Like you were just being yourself and letting yourself shine, and that's priceless.
1: Yeah, I was like, I took an initiative, like with the intention setting in the opening circle, and I'm like, okay, here I go, because I'm like usually that's you or we have someone else kind of um facilitating that and so mm-hmm. i felt really good about it and i like wasn't stuttering or you know mumbling or you know um or like and i'm like i, w- I was like in the flow and it
0: felt really mm-hmm. good. it's funny because i feel like we swapped this weekend like i was not on my game this weekend um which we'll we'll, we'll get to talking about it more as we go on through the days but um I did the cacao ceremony into um, the womb healing and that was my first time doing that and really pulling from shamanic practices. And I think I was so nervous, one, because it was kind of like a last minute thing to have the men involved. So I did, I was trying to incorporate that in properly and also honoring the shamanic traditions, which I'm just learning these things. So I was just like in my head instead of in my heart. Um, But we'll get back to that. But it's just ironic because normally like talking, even though I get nervous, I feel like I thrive talking um, about this kind of stuff. And this time you were the shining star and I was melting inside. So
1: yeah, we we did a little
0: swappy swappy.
1: Yeah, (laughs) my uh, world got rocked last retreat. Mm. And so, I mean, we've talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. I think even on the podcast and I'm like, yeah, I got mm-hmm. sick and I got a mouth of infection and throat infection. And it was just like the craziest thing. And so, and I'm like, we turned it, we turned it around this time, but then you, mm. and thankfully we, you know, have each other and like partners and it's like, okay, you're not feeling your best or you're like really going through something energetically. It's like, you know, we pick up each other's slack.
0: So it's really nice to have. Mm-hmm. It, and we don't even have to talk about it. We just do. Like I literally, and it's nice because we're to the point, And that's why we teach people to do this, to like, listen to your intuition, because I knew that I wasn't in a good headspace. And so I literally pulled myself from a session and stayed out of it because one, I needed to get my own mind right and get my own energy in check. But also I didn't want to infringe on anyone else's experience where like, yeah, I could put on a face and no one else would know but energetically which is all the work that we're doing like it's so important that you're mindful and trust your gut trust your judgment um but yeah okay sound healing back to sound healing um i mean Jamie's Jamie is just one of a kind
1: with sound healing it's just so mm-hmm. beautiful and magical and all the different tools and sounds that she uses she really does take you on just like an incredible journey Um, but again, my body, I just like left my body. So I'm like, I don't remember any of it except the end when she's like ringing the bells and I'm like, here I come back. Okay. (laughs)
0: Literally when she, it's, it's weird because time is like warped when you do, I mean, a lot of this stuff, but sound healing, especially like it was a little over an hour session and it felt like 10 minutes to me. Like I, in my head was like, Oh, that was so quick. Um, but at the very end she plays the little like wind chimes and I just, and all of us felt the same energy. It was like the energy of like fairies, playful, like Tinkerbell childhood, just like bringing you just joy and happiness to end the session, which was fantastic because like I spoke about in the last episode, um, I knew that I was walking into some hard stuff this weekend. I just didn't know what, and it was in the sound healing that I knew what the weekend was going to be about for me. And essentially, my weekend, um, the 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 mood of my weekend was that I've been spending so much time and focus healing my last abusive relationship which obviously was years worth of stuff to work through and then pile on um, coping with grief from losing my dad that I hadn't even remotely looked at anything else before that. And so prior to that three-year relationship was another three-year abusive relationship. And uh, truly, and I know for a fact, like thinking about it, I have not processed that at all. Like I literally just like I have this really fancy gift that probably a lot of us have where I just pretend something didn't happen. Like I cut it from my mind. I haven't looked at any of that. And essentially that's what came up. And when my guides were like, okay, we're going to start processing this and what you need to do is talk about it, because I haven't talked about that because I deleted it from my existence or so I thought, Right. And so I'm like, okay. And it was like, they showed me one scenario and then another and then another and then another. And I was like, holy crap, how can I talk about all these things? Because there are dozens and dozens of them. And so I picked like some of the most traumatic ones, not even the most traumatic, I should say, but there were two experiences where literally I thought that I was going to die. Like I thought that I was not going to make it out of those situations alive. And so that's very traumatic. That's, very abnormal. Um, and so I spoke about those and the only reason I'm not going to talk about them now only because I don't want to take up all the time on that. Like maybe that's for another day. If I don't feel called to go into specifics, not because I'm hiding them. Um, I'm just not feeling guided to it, but I did share it with the group in that moment because the message was that I needed to talk about it. Um, what I, Oh, what I will say and the biggest reason why it was, affecting me in my throat and speaking my voice, which is funny because I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before, is that I keep getting the message from my healers, your throat, your throat, your throat. And I'm like, my throat's pretty damn open. Like, I feel like I speak my truth. I feel like I can speak my mind. I ask for what my needs are. But it was because of this scenario where the last experience that I had with this person, um, we had broken up. And for the for the final time after the bajillionth time of me attempting to leave. And as I was leaving work, we both worked together. It was I was bartending. So it was like 5am I'm walking to my car and I'm getting choked up from behind. And I'm like, what the hell I start fighting thinking like I'm getting mugged, look over my shoulder, it's him. And so I'm in shock. And Thankfully, our bar cop came out. I screamed. They came over. They helped, and they wanted to arrest him, and I begged them not to because he was supposed to be moving to another state to become a state trooper, and I knew in my heart of hearts that if he got arrested, he would not get the job, and if he didn't go, I would never leave, and considering I just thought I was about to die, it in that moment, it was a matter of putting myself first. But I spent all of the time since then feeling very guilty and in the back of my mind that I quote unquote allowed someone to get into power, a place of power and the fear and always questioning, would he do that again? Would that happen to someone else? Would he end up on the news one day because he killed somebody I didn't do anything about because I chose my own safety first. And I think it's important to know that Uh, You can't judge the actions that you've done in the past. You have to forgive yourself and know that everything that you did was your, your body and your soul knows what's best for you. Um, And I did what I needed to survive and I forgive myself for that choice. And I accept that I did that. And that choice got me here today. So that happened. I was obviously very upset. It was really heavy. Uh, and that was, that was just the, that was just the iceberg for the, for the weekend for me. I'm so proud of you. It was, it was, uh, it was not easy Um, to, it's not easy to look at this stuff, but that's, I would never in a million years ask someone else to do it if I wasn't doing it myself. Yeah. And that's why Britt and I thrive in this space and as coaches and healers and um, facilitators is because we're doing the work too. We're we're trailblazing the way for others to do it. And we thrive because we know how difficult it is and we can help people through their heavy stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's why we do what we do. I mean, of mm-hmm. course, to help ourselves, to help our friends, to help our family, but then we look at a big picture too. It's mm-hmm. like the whole world needs it. You know, there's too much going on right now to where you can't do anything about it, you know? So we're doing in our own way. And mm-hmm. uh, and what we can. Yeah. And what we can. Exactly.
0: Um, okay. So wrapping up Friday, we ended with a fire ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fire
1: ceremony. And um, we all wrote a letter to, I mean, you facilitated that. So was it a letter to ourselves or was it a It was to ourselves, right? Not just like to whoever we needed to kind of, you know, let go of.
0: It was ourselves um, or an aspect of ourselves that um, we were ready to leave in the past, whether a version of ourselves or a trait that we didn't like. So, for example, I'm totally making this up, but if you're coping Is your coping skill is to lie and be a liar to leave that aspect of yourself um behind, again, honoring it and knowing that it got you here to this now moment, but knowing that you want to be better, um, a better version of yourself and leaving that that manipulation behind. So again, that was a totally made up thing, but point being just an aspect of ourselves that's no longer serving us.
1: Mm -hmm. And something so we'll call it simple. Just like writing a letter, putting it in the fire, letting it burn, giving it to the earth, um, letting it go. It's just like something so simple like that is such a powerful tool. And if you don't have a fire, you can also bury it as mm-hmm. well into the earth.
0: Letting that energetic aspect of you being transmuted by Mother Earth and, and totally just alchemizing it um for the better and it's very it's powerful like it's last time that one rocked me it didn't this time mm-hmm. um but It's still like for some of our guests, I got very emotional because it it might sound silly, but it's not. And I made sure that we took a moment to like commit to it, like committing to making the change, not just, okay, I wrote it and I burned it. Cool. Like, no, I am committing and deciding that it is done. And so it is. And it is so. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, we're promising that to ourselves
0: like we're done. It's not
1: doing us any good at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'll talk a little, my letter was super short to myself, um, but it was the version of myself. I would say like early twenties when I was like very lost, I was drinking a lot, making a lot of like, just really we'll say like stupid choices and just not the best path. But I also said that I was grateful for her because I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for her. And that, you know, I apologized for not taking care of myself. But also, like, I love you and I love that version of you. And so and that's been holding on to me for a long time because now I'm kind of dealing with all of that, just like health wise, not that my health is bad, but just like, and we've talked about like fertility stuff on the podcast. It's like, now I'm kind of dealing with all of those decisions that I've made back in my early twenties, if not taking care of my body and drinking a lot and not moving my body enough and not eating like clean and nourishing my body. And especially like emotionally, I mean, that's, we all know that's why we all drink that much. So we don't have to deal. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so now all of that is like coming up for me and I'm having to deal with it and it sucks, you know? So it's like, I had to forgive Mm -hmm. that, that version of myself, um, but also send her Mm -hmm. love because she needs, she needed a lot of it at the time. Mm
0: hmm I think too, one thing I hope you don't mind me adding is, I think we talked about that night, maybe it was the night after, I don't know, but um, just knowing that you needed to love your body through all of your health. I mean, I'll let you talk about that. I thought that was super powerful because I don't think there's a woman on this planet who doesn't deal with that or men too, like not going to genderize that people aren't always happy or grateful of their bodies.
1: Yeah, that was, I, I'm like, I wish I had the letter so I could read it because it just like was so beautifully written Um, and saying just that and a part of it is like loving my body the way it is and the issues that it's going through because it's not gonna be forever, but it's like, it is what it is right now and you have to love yourself. And it's you know you're doing the best that you can. It's yeah. like you know who cares if you have cellulite? Like you know you don't feel literally the you're, you're working on it and you're trying to figure it out and you're trying to help yourself. So it's like you have to give yourself some credit there.
0: And I think the most powerful thing you can do is love your body, like mm-hmm. love yourself and love your body through the hard times. It's easy for us to love things when it's like all honky dory, <laughs> but the most important time to love yourself is when it's not at its optimal place where you would ideally like it to be.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and we love heals all. Exactly. I was just going to say, I'm like the frequency of love. We know that it heals. And so it's like, we need to do that for ourselves. And yes, I'm talking to myself.
0: So oh, okay, Friday wrapped up. Saturday. No, JK, I would love for you to talk about the food on Friday. That's one thing that we don't talk a lot of, but I want to touch on food because Brittany is the food master and she blows me away every time. And the food is just always so incredible. So much love. You can just taste the love and everything that she makes. So um I'll give you the floor on the food. All
1: right, yes. Food. Um Anyone who knows me knows that it feeds my soul to feed others. And so I'm very intentional about uh, building the menu. Um, I think about, well, we're always vegetarian slash vegan. Um, Mostly everyone that comes is vegetarian. It is funny because everyone that came to this retreat was not. Even though, like, that's the menu that I had planned. So it was still all vegetarian. Um, I did use eggs this time, which I haven't in the past. And so it was kind of nice to get a little bit of that protein for me, anyways. And so, knowing that it was going to be a little bit more chilly, I wanted really warming and comforting. Mm-hmm. And so, first night, we did chili and cornbread mm. and I did do some sort of like greens or salad. Um, because you gotta balance it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, chili for me is just always so comforting, and then thinking about people and getting protein as well. We gotta like keep our energy up for the weekend, knowing how much that we're doing. Um, and then next day we had breakfast burritos for breakfast, uh Who doesn't love a breakfast burrito? I have not met one person that doesn't. And And then I did something a little different for lunch. I actually wanted something a little lighter this time around. And just thinking about knowing Saturdays are so busy for us. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in and out of all the activities too and facilitating here and there um, and interacting with their guests. It's like, I need something that's going to be easy. Um, and I thought of something that could be cold and prepped too. And so I did two different types of salad. I did like a Chinese chopped salad. So with mandarin oranges. And then I did like a, a cold noodle salad with like a peanut sauce on it. And it was...
0: Out of this world,
1: surprise, not surprised I shouldn't say surprisingly because I should have more faith in myself. But I'm not really one to do, um, like Asian food, I'll do like mm-hmm. lettuce wraps, but that's like you know, that's like four ingredients, it's like one of the easiest recipes. But this one, like two different, um, like recipes using similar ingredients, but it's like there was like some time of like chopping, there were so many veggies in yeah. it cooking the pasta perfectly and making the two different dressings. Cause I make all of my dressings from scratch as well. It's just like, it was so yummy and everyone loved it. And it just like always makes me so happy when people are like, Oh my gosh, I need this recipe. And that's what oh. I do at the end of like, we email everyone after just kind of like a check-in and integration to see how everyone's doing. But I always email people the recipes um, because that's like one of the things it's like we need to nourish our bodies, nourish mm-hmm. our minds. So it's like the retreat we're doing both, but also we want to send people home to be successful. So it's like we just did all this work to nourish our minds, and we need to nourish our bodies, especially like after the retreat because we it just like went through so much. So there's just like, and I really try to do really simple recipes that people can do at home. On their own, even if they're not like big cooks either. And then that night we did, um, a gluten free. I always try to do gluten free. Cause I'm more gluten free as well. Yeah. And so we did gluten free lasagna. Let me tell you, was oh. really cheesy. <laughs> I'm we're not scared of the cheese. It was like heaven made of cheese. It was so good. Just like all fresh ingredients. I will say I did not make the sauce. Um, But everything else made from scratch. Um, I roasted zucchini and I put that like layers of noodle along with the gluten-free lasagna noodles. And no one knows this, just Deanna and Brian. I did mess up the noodles. I did not read (laughs) them. So I had to think fast when I was making it stuck together. I was not supposed to cook them. Um, you, they cook when they bake. And so it was like, they were glued. There's layers of glued lasagna noodles. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what do I do? I'm trying to break them apart. And there's like thick pieces. I'm like, these aren't going to cook. I don't know. What I'm like, I guess we'll see how this goes. And
0: thankfully. And it's not like we have a grocery. So like an organic or like gluten-free grocery store right around the corner. We are no, nowhere. Was
1: hard enough finding those noodles. Um, and begin I'm with, yeah, closest grocery store is like still 20 minutes away, and it's just like mm-hmm. the most basic. And so, it's like when I'm cooking, I'm like crossing my fingers on all of these recipes. Um, and it turned out great too. And we did like a little salad again, made my like famous dressing, which is um, honey mustard, olive oil, lemon, apple cider vinegar, either honey. Maple syrup. Um, sometimes I put oregano in there. Sometimes I
0: don't. Salt and pepper.
1: Boom. Golden. So good every time. So
0: good. So good. And then. And we actually had maple syrup from a local, like a New York state farm. We
1: did. Yeah. It, like it, it actually, it was really cool because if you tasted the maple syrup that I brought from Whole Foods and tasted the maple syrup that you had locally, it was the local one was not very sweet and I'm like I loved it it was so mm-hmm. good and the other one was like literally pure sugar and I'm like ah, like puts hair on your chest how yeah sure it is. um <laughs> and <then> Diana <laughs> makes her famous protein balls too which I just like I, I pop those it's such a nice treat at the end
0: it's nice because there wasn't like a massive amount of people there this time. So there was enough protein balls for us to just ha- all house them and keep going. Like there was no cutoff <laughs> yeah. point.
1: <laughs> yeah. We were all so full. Like I made so much food. But that might be the Italian and me. Yeah. Made so much food. I'm like, everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be starving. We're doing so much work. And it's like, no, like it. I actually made it so filling and so nourishing. People could not. Yeah like eat that much of it. So I'm like, okay, that's good to know for next time. Um, but yeah, it was like, you're
0: really mindful of balancing out everything we need, like the fats, the proteins, the carbs, like you're super mindful of making sure that we are fully nourished.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's how I live my life. I do guys, I do so much research on food and I'm very intuitive or I try to be anyways with like what goes into my body. Um, and again, like uh, with my health stuff and my fertility stuff, like I have done so much research and practice on myself, and so it's like I kind of like you need a good balance of all of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going into breakfast, I made overnight oats and peanut butter and jelly, which again, it just like warms your soul mm. about childhood, about peanut butter and jelly. And I did add some chia seeds in there for protein, and mm-hmm. I use dairy-free milk every time too. And those were so good. And again, super filling, so packed with protein. Like that, they had to have like 20 grams of protein. And I used coconut milk again, full of fat. So those things were super filling and just mm-hmm. like a great treat to like end the retreat. You know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've never gone wrong with any of your meals. So I just, no. I had to like tantalize you guys with, with the food details there.
1: Yep. Yeah. We're very mindful of, you know, what we're mm-hmm. eating you and how we want you to feel and how mm-hmm. much work that we're doing and how much more nourishment our body needs throughout the whole time that we're there.
0: Um. Okay. So Saturday. Um, Saturday we started the day off having Jamie back again. So Soundbath Jamie came back and did some slow flow yoga and it was so good. Um, I never imagined myself getting emotional during yoga, but turns out I sure did. Like it was just such a weekend of digging deep, but, um, yeah, I mean, I am not a yoga pro by any means and it's really nice because we've had, several different types of yoga at this point. We've had a different type of yoga for every retreat yeah. um, and kind of just pick one that feels in alignment with the vibe that we're going for. And we knew this was going to be um, something where we wanted that like slow, soulful, connective yoga, be, really being in the moment with yourself. So for me, I've
1: done a handful of types of breath work But for me, we did, I mean, we did the holotropic breath work, which if you've ever done that, it can be very intense. And so I definitely told everyone, no one had done breath work except for Deanna um, this time around. Um, And so you kind of, you have to prep them for sure. Um, And I just like it, and I did Reiki as well during it, which people, Mm -hmm. when they do that type of breath work or, you know, sometimes any type of breath work. You need a little bit of support um, because you don't know what's going to be brought up. You don't know what's going to come out of your subconscious. You don't know how your body's going to respond, if it can be tensing up. And, you know, it can really freak people out when some of that stuff happens or just crying uncontrollably and screaming and, you know, all the all the stuff that could happen. Um, And so I, I did provide Reiki during it to help support people that are, were struggling somewhat with some of the emotions coming up. And that's what, like, that's talking about, yeah. <laughs> Diana raises her hand. <laughs> yeah. it took, and, and it took Diana a little, a little while to like tap into that. And I'm like, I'm surprised. Like I thought that she would be getting into it a little bit more, but there were some deep layers there that you had to tap into to bring those memories up like you were talking about before but it just like we're talking about confidence again is like facilitating something like that that you know can be so intense but can be life changing too it's a little scary um but also seeing and hearing people's reactions and and feelings after it's like oh gave me all the good feels and i'm like i just like was so happy for everyone and what came up for them and what they were able to release to
0: Breathwork is just that thing. Like I think Breathwork might be like my top um as far as me going through sessions, Breathwork is the one that does it for me. Um and I knew going into this that I was going to be the the bottle opener. I was going to be the one who gave everyone permission to let loose. There's always that one person and kind of talking about taking a while. Um, one of, there was a guest that was supposed to be coming that really has an intense reaction to breath work. And so my plan was to support Brit with this session and just really hold the space. So I was kind of waiting and then, Um, as soon as she started doing Reiki, it was like a bomb of gold went off with my eyes closed, but like I saw it and my guides were like, no, like you're, you're cause like, I felt guilty. I was like, no, I want to be here for the guests. But my, my spirit guides were like, nope, you're doing it today. So I'm like, okay. And then I really dug in and that was the most powerful physical reaction I've ever had. Um, Normally with breathwork, I let out anger. This time I did not. I let out a ton of stored grief that I didn't even, I was the, I, my, I left my body that time. Like Mm -hmm. I was not there. I don't even know what I was crying about. I don't even know what I was reacting to. It was like, they let me um dissociate from the actual experience so i didn't have to go through it again and then they put my body through it so that my body would release whatever was suppressed and what i was holding on to which was really great that i didn't have to um experience that stuff but it was crazy like i was like convulsing i was like um i just remember the the like level of grief that was pouring out of my body like i was Sobbing, like my dog got hit by a car sobbing, like sobbing, but there was no, I didn't actually feel the emotion. It was just leaving my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like my body was doing what it needed to do, and it was cool because I knew as soon as I let it rip, I heard everyone around me start crying too. And I was like, Yeah, like as part of me was like, Yeah, we did it. Like we let everyone have that experience yeah, you did an amazing job. Mm, thank
1: you. Yes. And by the way, guys, my husband came for the first time too and participated mm-hmm. and he has never done anything of any sorts like this stuff. Um, Not even yoga. Mm-hmm. The fact that he did breath work and like was, had an open mind going into it and was like crying too. And like going through his own stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, Really special, heart was beautiful. Really special too. Um. So after mm. breath work, um, we had a little bit of a rest and lunch, and then we went into dreamcatcher making with my friend Liz, who flew in from Sacramento. She attended the whole retreat. Um, did that for herself, but I asked if she would. She is just huge, huge in arts and crafts. She's so talented in that way and put a lot of time into learning about dream catchers the history and um it was like really cool because i didn't know much about dream catchers i just thought they would be they're just beautiful and they seemed really cool to make and so we actually went into the history and uh, the di- and how it's related to the different tribes too and what dream catchers means to them um and it was it was cool to see um, us get into that like creative side of our brain yeah. um, because I know for me anyways I'm not in that like creative artistic space a lot of the time we are for like marketing stuff but for the most part I don't do that and I know Brian my husband doesn't do that and so it was like it was a fun little project to do and that's where Deanna took a little time for herself to Mm -hmm. you know, um, if you want to talk about, you kind of already talked about it, but if you, you know, why you took the time to yourself. Yeah.
0: Um, I just had to reel it in. I was having like severe anxiety around, well, of course my laptop, like wasn't working. The internet wasn't everyone else's was fine. Of course mine wasn't as far as like, I was trying to research, Um, and really dig into what I knew about men because I was doing the womb healing coming up and obviously men don't currently have wombs in this life, but in other lives, they could have been a female or, um, there is what's known as the Hara chakra, which is like the, the space for males energetically, um, where the same way that we do, they hold their pain and their grief and other people's energy and their shame. And so what happens is men, um, are naturally the energetic holders. Like they hold, they're like the ones who support, right? Like our men hold down the fort for us and they carry the load while they're do, they're built to do that energetically. And so we wanted to really make sure that they were releasing that and also what happens is men take on their mother's traumas in the womb. Men have trauma if it was a traumatic birth, they're holding that in their energetic system. So kind of like I talked before, like I gotta go off track, but I started my spiritual journey because I was pregnant and I wanted to make sure that I didn't pass my traumas on to my son. And so that literally happens, like it's proven. Um, That whatever environment you're in is what creates your nervous system, what creates your patterns, what creates your your habits as you grow or even so much so like say your mother is in an abusive situation. Your DNA is encoded to be able to survive abusive situations. So point being like, there's so much stuff with men. So I really wanted to get it perfect. I really wanted to um, make the experience enjoyable and thorough for both men and women in this. And it just wasn't going my way. And I got super anxious and I realize those perfectionism tendencies that I've worked on were coming out. So I stepped away from the dream catcher making. Thankfully, I had a really nice conversation with Liz about the history of everything. So which was super cool um, to hear all of that. And piggybacking off of what Britt said too, um, dropping into that creative space. Like it's so important for all of us. And Britt, we had this conversation at the retreat. Like you used to do so much creative stuff with like makeup and design, fashion. Um all these different things. And like, even through, for me, I see you with doing food, like that's a creative space for you. Um, which is so important because we're always hustle, hustle. Go. I have to work really hard. I have to get all this done. The world is so busy. I don't have enough time in the day, but the beauty and the gold comes from when you drop into that creative and receptive space. Going off of what you're just talking about with the womb after
1: the dream catcher making. You know, Deanna had a prep to go into the next thing, which was the womb healing and cacao ceremony. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I told Deanna before, and I'm like, I don't think that I'm going to do it because I feel like it's gonna rock my world and I need to be present to make dinner, which was next. And so um, she's like, Okay, you can at least be um to do some of it which is like affirmations and talking to your womb and so I was like yeah okay sounds good and then when she got into it I'm like no 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 like my womb my body needs this Mm -hmm. and it was again a lot more gentle than I thought it was gonna be too and she felt so light and like so happy Mm. and spirit baby came in and spirit baby came in for Brian because Brian attended it too And just like, it was just such a happy and freeing experience for me, especially like starting out with the cow, cacao, which is our, it's like heart centered. um, And it really taps into like your creative space, which is in your womb already. And so that was like already a butterfly, like it was already open and like ready. And then talking to her womb and asking it questions, which Deanna had us do Um, it was just a really beautiful and freeing experience.
0: Thank you for sharing that. It's so funny. Look, I mean, we intuitively make our schedules, like we sit down, we carve out time and we're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then we just piece it together. But just thinking like, I know we knew, but I don't think we knew how fantastic that was to go from creative, like crafting into cacao to open your heart center into the womb healing so it was like all of them just opened you up to be receptive to the maximum capacity for that session um I used a shamanic rattle which was my first time doing that we got one um from Peru which was intuitively picked for us and it just everything was really just beautiful like beautiful is the best way I can describe it and I had so much anxiety going up into it I cleared myself before I came into the space. And I essentially just, I had all of this stuff um, laid out how I wanted to do it. And as soon as I started, I just said, you know what? God, source, divine creator, all of my guides, all of our guides, our, the the angels, every, just guide me on what I need to say. And I just let it rip. And then I was, I just dropped into the zone. And it worked out so perfect because I womb healing as Britt knows, she's talked about it before on the podcast. Like it can be very intense and that's just not what I wanted. And that's not what was feeling called for in that time and space. And so I just trusted that I was going to say what was necessary and meant to be said for everyone. And I think it went really, really well. Everyone was very receptive and had a, that's the perfect word, gentle. Like it was powerful, but gentle. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: 100%. -hmm. And I definitely, whether it's the next one or uh, another one, I'm like, I definitely want people to experience that again and get like a bigger crowd for it because everyone needs it. (laughs)
0: Like
1: you said, like men men, everyone needs it.
0: Big time. And I, um, I, I like, I added another layer. I really work closely with crystals being a crystal healer. Um, so we did, I had everyone intuitively pick crystals off the wall that they felt attached to. And then, um, we had them utilize the crystals in the healing, as well as calling in doing the prayer, calling in all of the directions and the elements. So it was a very in-depth healing. Um, and then we just had free time, which is really nice. Like it was the night early. We were able to just connect. We all stayed up late, just kind of chatting, pulling cards. Ooh, I do want to say, so we all knew what I talked about on last week's podcast. And then I was, I shared with Britt that like the night or two before the retreat, well, I shared with everyone that the night or two before the retreat, I was having like, cause I was getting nervous. Like what is going to happen? Like what am I being warned so heavily about? Like what is going on? And so I had a dream or I don't know, maybe it was like on another timeline or another dimension. I have no idea, but, I was playing out in my head, like what the worst thing that could possibly happen to me was. And it was something happening to my son. And I saw my son, and he was like, almost like yelling at someone or something. And then he just like, exploded blue light, like not like he physically exploded, like just a ball of blue light came out of him. And in that moment, in real life, all of a sudden, I saw a bunch of blue light beings, blue light beings. And I was more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I was more ga- guarded than usual because of the messages that I went Like I was like, are you of the light a bajillion times? Like God is for my highest good. Are, is this energy? Are these beings here to help me? Are they here for what's best for me? Because I didn't know if I was like going to be energetically attacked or what was going to happen. Um, but it, made, it was made very clear that they were the Pleiadians and they were here to help um, prepare me for the weekend to unlock some dormant DNA, to do some deep healing on me. And they made it very clear. So me as a star being, I it, um, am Syrian Ly- Lyran hybrid. And I'm assuming I'm very confident that Christopher must be Pleiadian because they pretty much said, like Christopher is like the one to them. Not, like, we want to take him like but, like. He is super important to that star lineage star lineage, and what he's going to do in this life, which we've been talked about before. Like he is here to do some really big stuff. And we've been warned to be very prepared, um, my husband, Russ, and I. And so they are like, we're here to help you because of him. Like We are not from the same star family per se, but we're here to help you because of him. And so anyhow, I'm sharing this story with everyone at the retreat, and we're also pulling Oracle cards at that time. And we have this deck, which one is it? It is the, uh, the keys to the universe deck or the Ascension cards. No, it was the Ascension cards. Hmm. Um, so I tell the story immediately after and I'm like, I'm going to pull a card and as soon as I pulled the card, it was the Pleiadians and how they're here to help me at this mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. I literally was like, shut the front door. Like you just can't make this stuff up. Oh. And the more it gets confirmed, like it's still mind blowing every time it happens. Like I had a one in 52 chance of pulling that card. And I pulled that card immediately after telling that story. Like you, you can't make this stuff up. I love you just, that. you just can't, mm-hmm. you know, amazing. Um, Yeah. So then, okay. Moving into Sunday, Mm -hmm. um, posture, which has just become a staple. Uh, I don't know that we'll ever not do it, honestly. No, no. I mean, as long as I'm doing
1: it and doing these retreats and I'm like, it's a necessity, like everyone needs posture. I want to teach people about posture. I've been doing it for 10 years now. Um, and I know how beneficial it is and it can just doing posture exercises alone can move energy in your body, just like any sort of movement. So, um, and people love it once they like do it and they feel how they feel after it's like, whoa, I feel different. And I was real jacked up before and I need to keep doing this.
0: There's no one who doesn't need posture exercises.
1: No, unless they're already doing it and have been yeah. doing it for mm-hmm. years. But even then I've been doing it for 10 years and I still need it because we all sit too much and we're at computers or we sleep on our sides on one side more than the other side. We do rotational exercises, all the things we need it every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. It's perfect too, to have it. On Sunday, after the last couple of days, we've been laying down on the ground and doing all this stuff. Like, it just lines up perfectly for us to do that. So, yeah, I love having Britt do that. We'll probably always have Britt doing that. Um, And then it was super great because... A lot of people had left at this point, so it was very, very intimate, and it was also very cold, so we ended up doing our next session inside, and Britt and I did our first group Reiki healing together, which we'll n- also never not do that again.
1: Yeah, we said it right after. We're like, we have to do this on every Sunday. We have a retreat. Like It was mm-hmm. one of the coolest experiences I've ever had, mm-hmm. and Deanna and I have never done a healing together before Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and so having our powers come together like that like it just i just loved it so much
0: it was amazing it was so natural which i had no doubt that it wouldn't be um but also like kind of a cool moment for me too because you learned reiki from me officially like you have your own way of healing that doesn't have a name Mm -hmm. um but it's really cool to be able to do that together um, but it was really amazing because we both have different gifts, like our strengths are different. So it was really thorough doing the, this session, this um, healing with everyone. And we did different things, we served different purposes. Like I felt like I did like deep clearing, mm-hmm. and you were getting like the intuitive messages. So it was really cool.
1: Yeah. Which, not that I thought it was going to be the other way around, but I'm like, Deanna almost always gets intuitive messages. Like she's very in tune with that. And I'm like, I'm not, yeah, I do, but I'm not quite there yet. So the fact that I was the one getting it, except for Brian, because they just weren't, it was, I was too connected to him. Like they just wouldn't give me the best yeah. for Brian, which I totally get. It's just too close to home. Um, I was getting mm-hmm. that. And then I was doing some light language too. And so sending people like some new codes uh, into their DNA while Deanna was doing like some deep cleaning, cleansing, you know, all like, she was moving the energy around. So, and she does, you do Reiki on me and, but my eyes are closed. So I'm like, I don't know what she's doing. I don't know her, her method of doing things. And so I'm like, I can like, this is what she does. Like, this is so cool.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it definitely really worked together. I um I have my own healer that we know. We've met her. Um, but she teaches alchemical healing, and I've been with her long enough now that I feel confident implementing some of the things that she does. And so I've been really adding that into as another layer to my healing. So, um, adding in the different color rays for extra healing. So we just did all the things. And yeah, I was the one who was getting all the messages for Brian, which was really cool. Um, And the more that we do Reiki, like I don't have to close my eyes to do it anymore. And so I love, love, love getting to see the physical reactions as I'm doing something. And it's even funnier because people don't think that they're reacting physically. But like they're twitching and they're moving and they're like all the things. So like I get to see the bodily reactions. So then I know like, oh, this is where they need this. Oh, this is working. Like, oh, this is the message I'm receiving. Like it's, it's, it was just really amazing to be able to do that together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I loved it so much.
1: And then after that, I mean, it was so cold. Like the beginning of the day, we had a silent hike just to like a reflective hike. At the end of everything, and I'm like, "How do you? How do you all feel? Like it's real cold outside? Like <laughs> do we want to do this?" And everyone's like, "No, I think I'm okay." And I'm like, "Yeah, I think I'm okay too." And then we just kind of naturally <laughs> went into it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 the reason why we chose that is that it I wanted everyone to feel grounded after all the work that we yeah. had done over the weekend too, and we know how grounding nature is and hearing the birds and Mm -hmm. smelling the fresh air and touching the trees and picking up a rock you know it is just so healing in itself um and so I love that we just like naturally went into that and everyone was like kind of already warmed up with like the Reiki and the posture um and then at the end of it and and we've been wanting to do this for the last two retreats and we got to
0: yeah
1: flowers on the property and give back to the land, but also like a little thank you to Deanna's dad for um, building all of this for all of us.
0: Yeah, that is definitely going to be something that we continue to do. Like, I just want the property littered in sunflowers. Mm -hmm. That was my dad's favorite flower. And it always, um, it's, I've spoken about it before. It's my message when I see something, like I, I know that I'm on track, it's a little bit of love from my dad, like all the things. So I just really want to have that on the property and also like intertwining our things, like my dad built it and then us doing this in our own way and also, um, you know, adding that into the land as well. So yeah, very, very special, very amazing, all awesome things. We had such a great time. Um, Our next retreat is going to be July 14th to 16th. If you have not been there yet, you need to be there. If you have been there, you know you want to come back. We (laughs) almost always have retreat returns. We already have some people from the past already um coming back. So we're excited. We know that this next one is going to be a game changer. Like it is official, official. This next retreat is going to be our our turning point as far as like big time growth of us as a brand. Um, so we're we're really excited and really looking forward to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And um membership launches May first, mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, so get yes, in yes. there while you can because we've talked about it before, prices will start going up. Um, so get in there, lock it down. And um, we are having for the next retreat too. Just wanted to make a little note we are still doing an early bird special, uh, and it's gonna be $7.99. So again, get in there while you can. $250 deposit to hold your spot. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And even though my body's still healing from this past weekend, I can't wait for the next (laughs) one.
0: (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Me too. And real quick, I just want to say, because it it really is a bonus. Anytime someone comes to the retreat, they get um, the month prior or following the retreat For free because we really want to focus on integrating everything that we taught and helped heal and to just help you um, readjust to regular life after being able to drop out of it for a while and really do some deep healing. So it's just as important for us to follow up in healing and helping you after as it is in the moment. And we just are really looking forward to being able to have like almost like a mini every month and continue to give you all the tools and the modalities that that fit with you the most. So we're really excited. Mm -hmm. Um, we know this is a long episode, but we wanted to do a recap, uh, all good things, really amazing. Thank you to everyone who is involved and thank you to everyone who will be involved in the future. And Brit, thank you. I love you. None of this would be possible without you. Mm -hmm. Um, we love you. We'll see you soon. Everyone have an amazing day, an amazing week, and I will see you next Monday on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, FitDeannaLolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is MerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be because the world is waiting for your gifts and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, let's get empowered.